Good morning and welcome to the Canine Translators Podcast. This is a podcast of dog trainers talking about dog natural training and all things dog behavior. We are your hosts, Tara Sturmer and Laura McClure, head behavior trainers at Canine Working Mind. Our facility is located in Austin, Texas. Our goal in this podcast is to help our species understand canine communication and their behaviors. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas about future podcasts, please email us at info at caninetranslators.com. That's info at the letter K, the number nine, translators.com. I finally did it without a hitch. Uh, so, good morning. It is cool here in Austin, finally. Finally. It was nice to go out this morning and have my coffee, although it's rainy, but... We needed it. I was so excited about the cold front. Right? I was like waiting, counting down the hours, watching as it rolled in last night. I was like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Um, I busted out my flannel already. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> did. Oh, good Lord. No flannels yet. Um, all right. So we are super, super, super stoked about today's uh, episode. It is all about the Hawkstar vest. We have my very, very dear friend and uh, colleague, Adette Quintana. She is the inventor, the genius behind that little disco ball hawk star <laughs> vest. Uh, and we're going to talk all about it because a lot of people don't know um, the one, the dangers um, that are out there towards little dogs, and two, that there is actually something you could do about it. Yeah. So, Adette, first, let's say, love that you're on my podcast, <laughs> but uh, tell me a little bit about yourself for the audience because I know all about you but they <laughs> don't. You do. Um, well thank you first. I'm really excited to be here. I appreciate the support and you helping spread the word about the Hawk Star. My background, I'm a biologist and my study focused on ornithology. I've always been really obsessed with birds and I was lucky enough after college I was volunteering for wildlife rescue and I ended up being able to do an educational bird show um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is awesome. Yeah, it was it was a dream come true. It was so fun. That is so cool. We had birds from around the world. I've got all kinds of stories. That's why y'all are friends because you both like birds. <laughs> We're both bird nerds. I'm not, I mean, it has feathers and oh, flies. Stop it! You're so rude. <laughs> that one's blue. That one's red. <laughs> I can't tell that. <laughs> That's right. I can't tell right. them. Well, they're just cool because they're dinosaurs, and we still get to hang out with them. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It is fantastic. And now, Adette, you and I have been friends for... Every single time she does this, it's like, how long have we been friends? <sighs> yeah. Every person we've had on I here. I mean, I met well, Adette when I first moved out here, I think. And right? when was that? 2007. Yeah, you know what? It was probably a li- it was probably a little bit after that because I started doing animal advocacy in 2010, and that's okay, when so I that's met you. Right yeah. Okay, yeah. so 13 years that <laughs> yeah. we've known each other, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, that's when we met in animal politics. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've talked about that a little bit on here. That's always a heated topic. It seems uh, like for anybody uh, that's we're not going to talk time. about that right now no, because we yeah, are we will. Uh, that could be uh, an entire eight-hour day. So, uh, but the hawk star. I mean, I am totally, totally stoked because we have the major bird nerd here talking about you know how to prevent your little dogs from being injured or killed by big birds. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you make that? Obviously, your background with birds means that you already know what their 
you know, what, how they function and, and the dangers they can pose to other animals. So then what made you decide to do this for, with Hawkstar? Well, I had the great privilege and honor of working with Tom Smiley, who was a world-renowned master falconer. That's awesome. That man was amazing, and he taught me everything about birds of prey, including we had a rescue eagle in our show. Her name was Maya, and I would just go in her area and sit with her in the mornings and read the newspaper. Yes, that's how old I am. (laughs) Um, I would just sit with her and pet her, and the first time saw me doing that he came in and he said Adette her talon could snap a man's wrist in half you need to be really careful and my Adette is just so sweet and squishy (laughs) Um, so it made me realize the power of birds of prey I I don't think I had realized it before that sentence Um, but yeah so I learned a lot from him through that and then when I started, when I moved to Texas and I started taking care of dogs professionally, I was a pet sitter, and that was in 2000, and I heard stories of dogs being taken by owls and hawks, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. There was a gentleman in our apartment complex, and he was walking his dog, and a, an owl took it from him. He, he just didn't have the leash tight. He wasn't even thinking to hold the leash tight. And uh, it just grabbed his little dog from him. So that stuck with me. And then um, when I had my first rescue litter of puppies, I was outside with them. And a hawk swooped down. I was standing right there. And she swooped down to grab one of the puppies. Now, she missed because that's how Mother Nature is. There's a certain percentage of misses. Yeah. But it really surprised me she did that with me standing right there. They're obviously very bold. They're very bold because they're hungry. And I have sit. I mean, we have clients that have... I will never forget because you all know I came from New York for our listeners, you know. Uh, we don't have that issue. Right. I mean, we really didn't have a big issue. A big issue. The issue was there. Right. Plus, I was probably ignorant to it because I had Rottweilers and nobody's <laughs> yeah. going to lift one of them. Yeah, no. Um, not really myself. Those. Right. But um, when I came down to Texas, my clients started telling me because I adopted a Chihuahua. First little dog that I ever had in my pack. And my clients were like, you got to be careful. And I was like, get out of here. I got Rotties. And they were like, no. Well, six, seven months later, one of my clients was walking her two big XL bullies down a nature walk. Her chihuahua walked in between. And she had the same misconception that I did that if you have two big dogs, the hawk won't strike. Right between the two, picked up that chihuahua while they were on a nature walk. She was so devastated. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, oh, that's going to change my thought process now, too. Right? Right. I, while I have a pack of dogs, those are two giant lion-like animals, comp- uh, if you think from a bird's view. Yeah. Right. And it just swooped right between and Didn't took that matter. chihuahua. Yeah. Didn't matter. Yeah. So, for me, um, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, we have... Definitely putting little Mr. Winks and uh, Pretty Boy in Hawkstar Vest because there's no way I'm not going to trust it. Yeah. yeah. So explain to us the, what, what is the Hawkstar Vest for, for the listeners that haven't heard about it before. So the Hawkstar is made of a material that is reflective and refractive. And it took me a long time. Once I thought of this idea, I called Tom Smiley and I, I ran it past him, and he was real quiet for a second. And then he said, Adette, 
that's going to work. And oh my gosh, I was so excited. So, um, but I knew what I was looking for. And I'll tell you the secret that made me really think of this is gardeners hang musical CDs in their trees and their gardens to keep birds away. Yeah. So that's what made me think, okay, birds are affected by that and they don't want to go towards it. That movement and those lights all. Yeah coming off uh, different shades and, and brightness is weird to a bird. So I knew exactly what I needed to find. And it took me a lot of materials um, that I went through and tested. And, and I, you know, I'd open the box. Nope, that's not it. Order something else. Open the box. Nope, that's not it. And so when I opened the box to this material, I just knew immediately this is this it. Is that's awesome. This is it. So, it, so what does it do exactly to the, uh, to the birds? So birds, obviously their eyes are the basis of their being. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they hunt based on their sight. And so when a bird is looking around their environment, they know what is normal and natural in their environment. They know what their prey looks like. They know what danger looks like. And so that's what they're going for. If, If they are flying over or they're perched up and they're looking for some prey, and they see something like this reflecting and refracting. Now at night we've got a light that flashes. It's the cutest damn thing. It, it, it's gorgeous. It's I mean so the cute. whole thing, yeah. Um, they will think, "Whoa, weird! I'm not going towards that. That's danger." Yeah. You know, their first in- instinct is survival, so they're not going to fly towards that. If they see something that. that they don't understand, they're not going for it. Right? Why would they? That yeah. would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the whole basis of it, and it's really important to avoid the attack in the first place because. Stealth birds of prey, the adults who have who know how to hunt, grab their prey by the head. That's just how it's done, and that's to subdue them. If they um, if they if they attack it, let's say there's a spiky vest or there's something else you have, and they go towards them and they grab their face. That spike vest didn't do a thing. Well, it, it'll still probably stop the attack, but there's going to be a lot of damage. They yeah. don't know not to go towards those spikes. Those don't look weird yeah. to them. Right. Yeah. And it looks weird to me and I can't stand those. I mean, I look at those spiky vests and I'm, you know, probably going to get a lot of hate mail for this, but I don't give a damn. You know, <laughs> I never do. But uh, I'm not going to put a, a giant spiky vest on my chihuahua because, I mean, if i got to pick him up real quick, I'm going to get spiked. Or if your other chihuahua is playing with him. I'm going to get spiked. going to get spiked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. Um, but I do, uh, Winks and Pretty Boy both have their little hawk star vests. They look like little disco balls when they go outside. Um, even though I have a large pack of dogs, I still use it. Yeah. Because I think it's so important not to get there, not to risk them getting pulled up. Now, how how big is too big for a bird of prey to pick up? Like, what are we talking size-wise with dogs? Like, obviously, you know, when you have, like, uh, a roddy puppy, you're not too concerned that an owl is going to swoop in and take the roddy if it's, like, 40 pounds already. Right. So right. then how how big should a dog be where owners are going, like, I need to still be concerned about this? So up to 20 pounds an animal is at risk. 
Can the bird necessarily lift that? No, but they'll, they'll attack it. They'll still try to go for they it. They will. It, ha- it happens all the time. If you Google it, you'll find that. Also, if they're protecting their nest, mm-hmm. they will go for well, it. They might go for anything if they're protecting their exactly. nest. I mean, Vincenzo I might be at risk. <laughs> right. <laughs> My melted chocolate chip cookie. They're and gonna he get would, I think that if a bird came for him, he would probably be like, ah! Oh, my poor baby. He would definitely pay himself. Well, I spoke to a woman the other day, and she said she was sitting outside with the baseball cap on in the evening, and all of a sudden, the back of her head just got a hard hit, and it was an owl. An yeah. owl attacked the back of her head. Yeah. It happens. It happens, yeah. though. I yeah. mean, we have we have a giant owl on this property. She's, I mean, scares the crap out of me every time I close that gate at night because I don't hear her. Yes, yeah. right. I don't hear her. She comes down that driveway, and all you see is that giant shadow from the lights. And it is, it's beautiful. But it also makes me jump out of my damn skin. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And she's big. Wow. She's big. So, I I mean, I always worry about my littles. Well, and I mean, I have in our property because ours, we don't even have. our yard is very open. We don't have a lot of tree coverage in our yard or anything, so it is perfect for the birds of prey in our area. We have uh, a hawk that I see all the time. We have an owl that I see all the time. It actually lives in the barn. Um, and we have a lot of bunnies. So uh, yeah. it's already there of, like, there's plenty of food Easy in picking. our area because we have just six acres of a lot of land and there is a lot of wildlife around for them to sustain themselves right right and once they have success hunting in an area well they're not leaving and that's why i I know like i i I know that owl lives there and has for years and the same thing with the hawk i can see it perched up on the the electricity pole and everything yeah we have a hawk nest on this property as well Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. It's it's uh, well, well we got a big old ranch right yeah. now until development happens. But yeah. we do have a big old ranch, so there's that, plenty of things for oh, them to yeah. get stuff from. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. and I know, and uh, I'm I'm guessing it's uh it's must be hawk babies that they're teaching how to hunt in the springtime. That's all you hear. Oh, is the I know I love it. It's so cool, but I, it, it makes me want to run and grab all my cats. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, that's yes. Right. And and unfortunately, the hawk star does not work for cats. Right. The reason is because cats are creeping around up in trees, through bushes, around fences. They could easily get snagged up mm-hmm. with that hawk star vest on, and the velcro is real high quality velcro, so they're not going to be able to pull out of it yeah so i have one hawk star cat customer and it, and it will still work for the hawks i'm gonna put that out there i want to make sure it's that's not clear. it's not the bird it's, it's not the, the cat <laughs> right it's the cat because if a cat climbs a tree with this hawk star vest on it will hang itself it's not that the bird correct right yeah. okay yes. so i want to make sure that's Thank clear you. yes um because i have had enough coffee <laughs> right and i have not that's obvious yeah um yes it would still work yeah but it's just, just they would hang themselves you'd put the cat at risk right of yeah. hanging right. or just i mean tangled up adette and i have even talked about um figuring out how to put it on my chickens yes we have i would love to make a hawk star chicken vest because uh all my chicken people out there yeah. who love their chickens like i love my chickens they get picked off. I mean, I have friends in Houston that have literally put their chickens in their garage because there is a hawk down there that has taken just about one hawk, one 
one chicken a day. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It is. So, I mean, and I'm like, I keep going, yeah, let's get a little chicken vest going yeah. on. How adorable would it be, first off, to see a bunch of chickens <laughs> running around with disco ball-like. Yeah. Because yeah. it does look like a disco ball. It's the cutest damn thing ever. Um, I haven't seen the flashy light one, though. I'm really excited to see the one with the flashy light at night. Oh, to have the light on? Yeah. I have no help. <gasps> because when you got yours, I hadn't attached the lights yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So See, now I need to get like two like a more. doggy Christmas tree situation. <laughs> now I need to get two <laughs> more. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so when I was working out the Hawkstar and, and getting it tested and all of that, and I'll tell you about that test in a second, um, one of the things Tom Smiley told me was when they are taming a new bird to be one of their hunters um they tame a wild bird by using a flashing light and then they'll be they're able to just walk up and put a hood on the bird a flashing light is so bizarre to a bird that they just freeze mm-hmm. so i started attaching flashing lights to the hawk i know i gotta get see i have yeah, to get two yeah, new do. ones now <laughs> well i remember Sir Winks you, will have a new wardrobe you were shining a flashlight on them they were running around the yard. I was. <laughs> so that's what I was doing for a really long time because you told me about that. Um, and I yeah. did. My my kids think it's the best thing in the world to throw that like 3,000 lumens flashlight on the chihuahuas and it flashes everywhere. It's like, it, I mean, it's really damn cute. But how cute would that be to just have... So I'll have to get two more. Yes. Anyway, well. let's talk about the test. So the test. So when I thought of the Hawk Star... Uh, quick little side story I was walking a dog on our rescue property a little dog um, and I walked under this tree there was this old oak tree out there that was I called my tree it had big knotty it was just an old beautiful tree and one of its limbs stretched across the trail that I always walked on and as I was walking that dog I walked under that tree and there happened to be a hawk on that branch, which I'd never seen before. And I thought, okay, I've got to figure this out. It's been long enough. I really need to pressure myself to figure out the solution here. So on that walk, thinking, 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 thought of the hawk star. And as I was walking back to the building, the hawk was gone. I got back to the building, which was about, I don't know, 20 yards away or something. And a hawk feather was lying right in front of the door. And I just thought, it's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yes, yes, yes. So I... um, contacted a falconer here, a friend of mine whose brother is a falconer, and I asked if I could do the test. And I said, I'm just going to wrap the Hawkstar material around your allure. So the background is when falconers train their birds, uh, oftentimes they get them as hatchlings. So the bird is raised and bonded to the human. And then um, when they're working them, they have a lure, which is a little kind of football-shaped probably the size of a man's fist, um, leather or hopefully pleather, I don't know, uh, on a string. (laughs) And they swing it, and before it hits the ground, the hawk will fly off their arm and grab it before it hits the ground, and it becomes just quick instinct grab. Mm-hmm. So when I contacted this falconer, he said, you're welcome to do this, but I'm telling you, you're wasting your time because it's not going to work. My bird's been with me since hatchling. She trusts me. She's going to grab what I throw. That's just what we do all the time. And so we went out there that day and we, he did it first without the material. We've got this videoed on our website. Um, he, he threw it. She grabbed the lure. We wrapped the Hawkstar material on it, and boy, she wouldn't leave his arm, and then she did, and then she kind of hopped around in the grass. He gra- he ro- rolled the lure back up, 
through it again, and she kind of just bounces behind it. Um, it was such an exciting day for me. That's awesome. I knew it was going to work, but yeah. no way. Yeah. You know, no way that just happened. So That's awesome. Then I set out to get the patent, which was an insane Insane a, process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is that is an insane... I remember all of the stress that you had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And that the money. Was, yeah. Oh. That's a lot. So <laughs> yeah. if anybody's looking to patent anything, Well, and now, I mean, yeah. now, now that I have a, a little one, I mean, I need to... I have to start worrying about that, too, because she's only uh, three pounds, almost yeah. four pounds. And I'm like, that's an easy, easy pickings right there. Mm-hmm. But I guess... Some people should even think about it when they, if they adopt puppies and your puppy is, you know, less than 20 pounds, even if it is a big breed dog, I mean, when you get them, they might only be five to seven pounds. Exactly. They're still at risk. And they can hear them. Yes. They can, their hearing is amazing. It is. So they can hear when a puppy says, anybody who's listening can hear a whole bunch of puppies in the background here today. (laughs) Um, Because Tara has gone off the edge and is fostering. Put a whole litter of puppies at work. And so (laughs) Canine Working Mind is now fostering puppies. Yeah. Not not for anybody else to contact us. That is not something that (laughs) we're doing. Do not contact us. We're not doing it. I'm not doing it. But. Uh, it's a it's a favor, yeah. and we're doing it for a specific reason. Uh, but research I have us. eight five week old lab puppies in a pen in my office, and they're screaming in the background. You can hear them, um, and a hawk can hear that. So if yeah. you take a brand new puppy and you start housebreaking it in your yard, I, I mean, might go out there and squeak just yeah. just for whether it's it's you know falling over maybe it's just squeaking for fun is playing or whatever listen to the background now you'll hear them squeaking just because they're squeaking yeah just yeah. because and and obviously for a bird that's going to be an immediate like they can hear that sounds that, like that sounds like something i can go get mm-hmm. right it's yeah. uh it's i think the hawk star is uh, one of my favorite things that's why we have a debt on today yeah um because it does save a lot of little dogs and yeah it, and even if your dog is going to grow up to be a, a larger breed dog i mean protect them while they're a puppy and then once they're bigger take it and just put it away because who knows you might get another puppy and then right. you already have it or pass right. it on to a friend yeah, right. yeah. pass it on yeah. to a friend is one of the things or a shelter exactly and that's the great thing about them they last a really long time they're machine washable they're really lightweight um a puppy can, or a dog can swim in them mm-hmm. safely they don't cause any weight which issues. is also another nice. biggie because we're yeah. in texas everybody likes to take their dog swimming right yeah. Yeah. so i mean um, yeah. i love it I don't make cool. your dog look like a fish Right. Um, <laughs> right. It's it yeah. Yeah. Grab right out of the water. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so it is all around a wonderful, wonderful yeah. article um, for uh, dog life saving. Yeah. Gracie Lou is going to be wearing hers every Yay. time she goes outside. I can't so. wait to see those pictures. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and, <laughs> since she's like miniature, it's going to be, it'll be interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I need to get you new, brand new ones now because of the light. Yeah, I have to. I have yeah. to. I have yeah. to do it, and I then I'll get a video, and we'll videotape it. Maybe yeah. I should put one on the kids. No, I'm just. <laughs> do they come no. on child size? No, <laughs> but they. I am about to. I'm in the process of making hawk star bandanas for large dogs oh. because that reflection and refraction is so bright. It's going to protect dogs when they're out on walks. Yeah, cars. Car lights will shine on them like crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the process of It's just of a that. good thing for not just super, for birds, but y'all, just it's absolutely. in general. 
It's super cute. It's super cute. It, it is. is. They it's literally fun. look like disco balls. Yeah. I love it. And it's just really important to remember that birds of prey are in every single area of the world. They're right. in suburbs. They're at the beach. They're, they're on... Um, High rises in New York City. You see videos all the time. Yep. Yeah. You know, they're everywhere. Yeah. So even if you don't have a small dog right now, I mean, if you know someone that has one or if you know someone that has a puppy or anything like that, this might be something good to just mention to them to look into. Yeah. Right. Dachshunds. I mean, even if they can't pick the dog up, and that's a big thing for me. Um, So a lot of times people, uh, when I say it, they're like, well, a hawk can't pick up a 20-pound dog. Uh, no, but when they come and strike it, they're gonna, their talons are going to go deep enough into that dog where you're going to have some serious issues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a hawk's grasp is 200 pounds per square inch. Right. That is a lot. They yeah. cause a lot of damage. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a lot of damage, even if it can't pick the dog up, but it strikes it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just a little pro tip, if something like that ever happens, if you straighten their arm, their talon opens. So if you're... If they grab and lock, because they do do that. They absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's how they're built. Mm -hmm. Yes. So my chicken people out there as well. Um, And there's a video, just as a side note for my chicken people, um, there's a video out there of a woman going out because her, her chicken is getting attacked by a hawk. And she is running, screaming, and trying to get the hawk off the chicken, and she couldn't get the chicken, she couldn't get him free. Um, But she did, wound up getting it free, but it took a long time. But yeah, that is a good pro tip. Yeah. Yep. That's good to know. Because they do, once they grab a hole, they don't want to let go until they eat. Yeah. You're not going to be able to just pry those No, God, no. You can't pry them I mean, I can't even imagine, because I've had cockatoos in my oh know, right <laughs> yes because you know i'm a bird nerd so i had cockatoos when i was in new york and uh, stevie was one of my favorites um but damn his little talons yeah when he grabbed he did not let go and i can't even imagine a bird five times his size yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's insane that's insane so yeah so we're super stoked that you came on to talk about hawkstar we Thank are going to start um you know uh, a subscription series um, and as everybody knows, almost we're going to still have our weekly podcast because I got somebody that said, oh, come on. I'm still going to do my weekly podcast that's going to be available to the public. However, there's going to be some, uh, some really good uh, extras. extras and VIP things and uh, in, uh, invites to special podcasts and special interviews uh, for subscribers, okay? And training tips yeah. and so forth. We're going to hit upon our aggression series. Um, we're not going to go into the whole seminars, but we are going to go into um, some specifics about stuff. If you want to subscribe, those will be also there. You'll start to see buttons popping up very soon. Laura and I just yeah. are going to start recording and yep. put a few out there. And it one is going to be one of them. I was just going to say, one of them is going to be our debt. Um, because a debt is also a certified pet nutrition right yes. we are super excited so the nutrition episode is going to come up we're going to be talking about pet nutrition what's good what's bad um and things that you should look out for um that will be one of the subscription uh episodes yeah if you are be interested up. in our subscription episodes we'll still like tara said have the weekly podcast that always gets released and a subscription episode will be coming out a few days later. They're not going to come out on the same day, um, but that way, you know, you're midweek and you might 
you might miss us. Um, so, and yes. we hear it a lot. We have a lot of people that are like, do more mean, than one. You're only doing one a week. I have to wait. I'm like, well, we're not a radio show. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every once in a while, you'll get something special if you're a subscriber and you'll get uh, an extra episode. That's right. Not every week. That's exciting. I don't have that. Yeah, it is. It's. I'm excited about it. It's really taken off. And Adet, thank you so much for coming out. We love that you came out and joined us. I know you were nervous about talking, but uh, you did great. Thank you. So very laid back. If people are interested in the Hawkstar, how how do they get it? Where do they go? So you can find us on Instagram at the Hawkstar. Or online at thehawkstar.com. Okay. okay cool. We'll also put that in the episode yeah. uh, description so it will be easy for you all to access. Okay. Um, and Adeth, wonderful having you. Yeah. It was Everybody great. else, thank you so much for listening. As always, remember to see your dog, hear your dog in order to help your dog. And protect first. <laughs>